You're listening to episode 159 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here. And today we're talking about being decisive and why that's so important for your success in any aspect, in life, in business, being able to make a decision and to make a decision semi-quickly as opposed to just sitting on the fence forever is so important and nobody likes that feeling of sitting in his indecision. So super, super important. I can't wait to jump into this. Uh, Don't forget as well, the Podcasting for Impact course is available, open for enrollment. Uh, You have the opportunity to coach directly with me so that we can work together to really get into your business. If you are an entrepreneur, a business owner, and figure out how podcasting can work for you to get your voice out there, to get you out there in front of more eyes and ears, as scary as that can be. We all know that it's also really crucial to taking everything to the next level as well. And more importantly, to have better impact, to have more impact, to have more reach. It's so amazing that we have this ability to do this with podcasting and I want to be able to help you to get there yourself and to create your very own podcast. So all the information is over at podcastingforimpact.com and everything will be referenced in the show notes as well. Okay, so let's get into being decisive and why it even matters. For one thing, it gives other people confidence in your abilities because if you can't make up your mind about anything or even trust your own judgment enough to make a decision, how do we expect anyone else to do the same? And when we get stuck in indecision, it can come across as having very little confidence in in yourself and in your own abilities. And for most people, that's not an attractive quality in any sense of the word, either as a business leader or a coach or as a friend or a loved one. If that's a constant thing, listen, we all have have certain situations where making a decision will be tougher than others, of course. But if it's a constant thing where we feel like we're always stuck in indecision and we're always struggling with with making a move in any possible direction, it doesn't exactly lend confidence to the confidence in ourselves or other people having confidence in us. And being decisive also makes life kind of simpler. (laughs) When you agonize over every single decision, every little thing feels hard. Not only that, but you can hit a point where it feels like life is passing you by while you're still just trying to make a choice. You're just trying to keep up And life is going to continue to move forward whether you can make a decision about anything or not. So that isn't really a great feeling either. And I've totally been stuck there before. Stuck in that that feeling of indecision and it's not a good feeling. And it's really hard to ever achieve your goals if you can't even make the decisions around A, what those goals even should be, or B, take any actions to help you reach that goal either. And being wishy-washy is, here's, here's how the conversation goes with people who typically have difficulty making a decision. We've all experienced this where it's like, well, what do you want to do? 
I don't know. What do you want to do? Where do you want to go for dinner? I don't know. What do you want to go for dinner? <laughs> it's like somebody just make a decision. <laughs> we all hit that point where we're like, can someone please just take charge of this situation and just make a decision? Like, I can't do this anymore, the back and forth. And it reminds me of that thing that I feel like, I feel like so many of our parents said this to us when we were younger and kind of encountering peer pressure for the first time. At least I did with, with my parent. I, I don't know about anybody else, but it, <laughs> they would say like, well, you know, if so-and-so said to jump off a cliff, would you? <laughs> so that reminds me of, you know, being unable to make a decision in some ways, because if we can't make a decision for ourselves, are we relying on other people to make decisions for us? Because that's not great either. And if we are relying on other people to make your decisions for, for you, ask yourself what you're afraid of. Why do you feel you can't trust your own mental capabilities when it comes to making a decision for yourself? What's stopping you or getting in the way of making a choice? There's a quote that I found around this uh, by Theodore Roosevelt, and it, he said, it, quote, in any moment of decision, the best thing you can do is the right thing. The worst thing you can do is nothing, end quote. And that's really eye-opening because, yeah, it, it, you know, when it comes time to make a decision, that's amazing if we can make the right decision, whatever that looks like, so-called right decision. But just sitting and not taking action in any possible direction is not going to help anybody. You're, you're just stuck at that point. And decisiveness is the crucial ingredient to taking action because without being able to make decisions, you're going to be stuck on the hamster wheel of indecision and never get any farther ahead. It's kind of like how I talk about taking all kinds of imperfect action because yes, Imperfect action means that you're going to fuck up and fail along the way, but you're still going to be in motion and that builds momentum. And without motion, there is no momentum and you remain at a complete standstill and never go anywhere. It's, it's really a sign of being completely unproductive too, and that will get you nowhere near your goals either. When we take too long to make decisions, we lose whatever momentum we have and we come to a grinding halt. And what's interesting is that many of us want to find ways to streamline our lives or, or, you know, become more efficient. And we forget sometimes that something as simple as being able to make a decision quickly and with confidence is one of the best ways to be more efficient. Being decisive doesn't mean you can never make a different choice either. It means that you trust yourself to make the best decision with the information at hand. And when the time comes for that, that, that particular decision is no longer working for you, then you can make a different one. So a couple ways to get better at making decisions. First of all, eliminate as many little decisions as possible. So one example that came to mind with this was um, wardrobe and like picking out something to wear. We've all heard the examples of like Steve Jobs and Barack Obama and multiple other leaders who I think even, you know, like Mark Zuckerberg, so many different leaders who have basically streamlined their wardrobes to essentially wear more or less the same thing every single day so that they don't have to start their day by already draining their, their decision fatigue, essentially by, by creating decision fatigue, by having to add one more decision to their day, because all of this does kind of tie in with willpower. Actually, we we're kind of like batteries as humans and we start the day with lots of brain power and willpower and everything else. And as the day goes on, that starts to decline. We get tired. We've already made hundreds of tiny little decisions that day. And when it comes time to make larger, more important ones, we're worn out. 
so if you can eliminate as many little decisions as you can, even something like um, eating a similar meal every day, or at least breakfast, you know, like start the day with, with not draining your, uh, your decision battery, <laughs> we'll call it as much as you possibly can. So if you have a meal that you really like for breakfast, just eat the same thing every day and like build that into your routine so that you don't have to think about it so much. And think about all the different decisions that, that, that you would have to make around what you could eat. Sometimes I feel this way, uh, living here in Bali, even though I, I definitely have, you know, kind of like little routines and, and places that I prefer to go to eat meals. There's so many options here that it can actually become fatiguing decision wise. And a lot of times I'm just like, nope, I'm just going to go to the same place I went yesterday or, or this, this place that I already know that I love rather than trying somewhere new, because I simply don't want to end up with decision fatigue. I have lots of other things to do today. I don't want that to be the hardest part of my day is picking where to eat. <laughs> and food is very important to me. So <laughs> it's that, that can be like a big decision for me is deciding where to eat, which I realize sounds ridiculous, but hopefully some of you are foodies out there and you'll understand. Um, but from a business standpoint, another way to eliminate some of the, the smaller decisions is if you're delegating some of your workload to anyone else, like an assistant or something like that, train them in a way that you trust them to handle some of the more minor decisions for you to just take it off your plate completely so that you, you know that you can trust that they understand how you run your business. They understand how you want things done and they can maybe help with some of that. That's not possible for everyone. Not everybody's at that point yet. Um, so that's just one idea. But if you are reaching a point where you can hand some of those smaller decisions off, that's a bonus. That's even better. Another one here is to really trust your own instincts in order to get better at making decisions. And an episode that, that probably ties in really well with this is episode 120 about listening to your intuition and gut instinct and to stop ignoring your body. Because you have to learn to trust yourself if you're going to be able to trust the decisions that you're making. And to also know that if you make the wrong decision, you can pivot, you can make a shift, you can figure it out. Trust yourself enough to handle the result of the decision you're going to make because done is better than perfect. And what you need to do more than anything is to take the action, to make the mistakes, to figure it out along the way. And as you figure it out, that's going to build even more trust in yourself. So it's a win-win either way. When you start to trust your own instincts more, then you can learn from those experiences. And even when you trust your instincts and maybe, you know, a particular decision that you, you made went wrong or went sideways or wasn't the right choice, you will figure it out. You will manage it. You will make it work. And in that case, you're going to build up your trust in yourself even more. And that's going to make it even easier for you to make a decision the next time. And something else too, I don't want to, um, I don't want to imply that you should just be able to immediately make a decision, a, a snap decision, no matter what. Um, there are obviously certain decisions that are obviously just going to be bigger than others too. So I also want to encourage you to take the time you need to make a big decision without letting anyone rush you either, but just don't let it go on indefinitely. Because it's only natural that some decisions are going to be bigger than others or that you'll require more time to gather information that will help you make an informed decision and then make your choice. And this is a bit of a balancing act between taking your time and, and letting your gut instinct guide you, but
but don't let, let the anal, the overanalyzing take over and realize that no matter what decision you make, you are then going to be propelling yourself forward. And that's a good thing. That's a very good thing because even if you make a decision incorrectly that maybe you find out later, it, it you figure out that it wasn't the best choice, you'll still manage it. You will still be able to make it work. You can still go in a different direction. You always have more choices. Always. There will always be more decisions to be made. There will always be more choices presenting themselves to you. And if you make one choice, there will be another one later on. And the, the better you can get at becoming decisive and trusting yourself to be decisive, the more action you're going to be able to take and the more momentum you will be able to build. And this is really important in, in life, in business, in all of the things. Being decisive is a really crucial ingredient to your success. So I hope this has helped. Um, I know that it can be really difficult to, to work through some decisions, but most of all, out of all this, I just want to encourage you to trust yourself and take the action. Trust and action. And that will continue to move you forward and you will get even better at being decisive. Okay, thanks so much for tuning in. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. I'm so incredibly grateful that you took the time because it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so that I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with brand new episodes, and I am looking forward to growing with you.